You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the Smoke Pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the Smoke Pit. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, hood rats, scoop scamps, scallywags, and scallywops, and all that good stuff. Y'all know what it is when it's a Friday night. Uh, we took last week off. Was going to take this week off, but we didn't want to do that to y'all. Because my man, Black, is gallivanting around New York City wearing Tim's, looking at Niagara Falls, <laughs> eating buffalo wings, sharing pictures with everybody. And you know, it's cool. He can have his fun and shit. But we know we had to give y'all a good show. And I was thinking, who, who do I know that vibes with your boy, can make jokes, and can give me a different perspective? Because I wanted a female perspective on some shit. So uh, I dabbled in my, my Rolodex of people. You know what I'm saying? I scrolled through, vroom, vroom. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. And then a name popped out to me. I was like, I don't know. She all the way over on the East East Coast. It's going to be late. But I, I decided. I just shot her a message like, yo, you down? She was like, bet right off the rip. So I would like to introduce the smoke pit to none other than my good friend, Denise, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. The Good Sis. What is up, girl? How you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. As good as, you know, one can be in the midst of all of this that's going on in the world. Yeah. And it's tough to do that because I know some people who are losing their shit uh, yeah, throughout all sure. of this crazy stuff. Um, but we here. We civil. We, we sane. We making it day by day. And uh, hold on. Let me share the, uh, the links and stuff. But... Again, I want to thank you for jumping in here. We got a good show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But I would be out of order if I did not. First of all, welcome you all to the Smoke Pit, episode 51. Be sure to like, share, follow, be notified of all our live shenanigans every Friday, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern. And if you're in between somewhere, you figure out what your time is. You, you, you guys should know how to do that by now, though. Um, big three, the OG sponsors, plug earbuds, get the plugs.com, audio swim at audioswim.com and premier element UAE. You'll get the ads throughout. No worries. And then of course, that feeling Bandcamp for the music side of that feeling. Hit us up that feeling bandcamp.com. A lot of exclusive stuff. That's not on all your streaming services. So, uh, lowest $3 a month. You can sign up for that and be able to download the music, play it anywhere without connection, all good stuff. So check them out. That feeling.bandcamp.com. You know, we got the Patreon out there, exclusive content, ad free podcast, um, a whole lot of other stuff, giveaways, cash, prizes, all that stuff. We do giveaways on there. So check us out. Patreon.com slash that feeling podcast and of course merch available at teespring go to teespring.com search for that feeling podcast you'll find the store a lot of good stuff out there lots of good stuff 
Now that I got that out of the way, it is almost time for us to get. Oh, wait a minute. We got my man checking in from New York. Sir, I'm not having that great of a time. Yeah, I'm hungry, y'all. Juwan was pushing me off my right, but it hurt. Let me take it. Turn live, right? <laughs> That's all the followers are watching you right now. Is that Ethan? Yeah. Yes, it is Ethan. Yes, there's millions of followers. I'm going live, bro. Millions. Thank you. Millions. Millions. <laughs> I'm gonna. I remember when I gave you 250 fans. Yes, 250 fans, and they're all watching me now because your mom's lit, right? Uh, Ooh, I got that. That. I'm not that lit. I'm not that lit. Bye. You're cringe. Why not? I think all you cringe now. Now I'm cringe. Cool story, bro. Your boy got cringe, man. He's he's spitting facts. So what do you say? My man. You got 250 people on your OnlyFans? Is that what he said? No, I said nothing of the sort. He said he gave me 250 fans in his world. He has a YouTube page where him and his brother have millions of followers. And they they offloaded 250 of their little peasant fans upon me so I could be great. Oh. Well, tell him, tell, tell, tell the good bro, the good little bro, thank you. We appreciate that here at Smoke Pit. That he just stole some Cheetos and ran off. <laughs> My man was scamming for snacks. He got him though, did he not? He did, cause I I just turned around, I saw that little hand in that Cheeto bag, and he ran off. Cheetos ran off on the plug. Cheetos is what's up. Those are my chips of choice. If I had to rank, I chips, do like maybe up there. It's gotta be the hot ones though. Oh, you fool. You fool. Full hood rack. Okay, yeah, there you, you, know you go. The vibes. <laughs> it's gotta be. You know the vibes. It's gotta be the little flaming hot joints. Mm-hmm. I haven't had like the extra flaming hot ones. Like that's on my bucket list next or whatever. But you know, like I want ulcers and I value my like colon and things of that nature. So I'm gonna just keep it real low key with the extra. Well, not extra, like the regular flaming hot. That's what it's at. But either like those two. I was like, you're six. Why are you enjoying my really rest snacks? Like I heard they don't even really be hot like that. They're, I mean, at one point I do feel like Flamin' Hot Cheetos were hot, but they're not that hot now. So I probably need to step it up to like the extra hot ones. That'll probably just be regular hot. I mean, just give it a shot. See what happens. You know, if For you sure. don't like it, give it to the kids. That's what I do. That's how I operate around here. Oh, I know I'm gonna like it, but like if it's too hot, then I'm gonna just do like my little custom blend and get like regular Cheetos and mix them with the hot Cheetos and mix it in with the extra hot Cheetos in a Ziploc bag and then like shake it one time for the one time or whatever. And I'm gonna eat. Oh, you you cut you cut the flaming hots. If I have to, like, if the extra hot ones are too hot, I don't know if they're too hot yet. I'm about to find out. But if they are, I'm already telling you in advance how it's going down. It's going to be a mixture. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. Oh, man. It, sound, it sounds like a party. What it's up, a party or whatever. Tuning in with us. Uh, look at Black checking in from New York. Hey. He's not having that great of a time. Lies. I see your pictures. You out there taking the most beautiful pictures in Niagara Falls and everything, bro. And then uh, we saw you out there with Dipset. 
Yep. Hold down the fort. Because <laughs> he ain't Sharonda Jenkins. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> and then Calvin check it in. White cheddar popcorn and flaming hot Cheetos. Y'all need to A. Let me tell y'all you know what? He's not lying. Them, like that white cheddar, and even with like a little regular butter popcorn mixed with flaming hot Cheetos. I went to this one movie theater, and like that was like their specialty popcorn. And it was regular. It, I think it was like white cheddar popcorn. And they literally have flaming hot Cheetos like in the mixture. And they would scoop it out and they dump it in this fancy little bag. And I probably paid like $12 for this popcorn or whatever. It was bomb though. But then when I realized like I could definitely make this home at home for like $4. <laughs> and it was over. I just don't like flaming hot. I just don't like it. I don't know why. What did flaming hot do to you? It don't taste good. Like why? So your whole thing is Cheetos. You are supposed to be tasting like cheese out here in these streets, right? First of all, Cheetos isn't even made with real cheese. I know, but it's supposed to be tasting like cheese. So why are you okay. out here talking about flaming hot Cheetos? Like there's no cheese flavor, and flaming hot ain't even flaming hot like what what is this what is this that you're giving me here and then you're like oh this extra flaming hot jalapeno hot like just stop it bro just give us cheetos whoa whoa, whoa. hold on because it's not jalapeno and there is a jalapeno cheddar uh cheeto like that's a whole nother bag it's the orange bag with the green writing i on know it. i seen them all apple <laughs> apple apple dabbles in all flaming hots so like what's the problem it's gross then it causes your breath to be extra hot around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? We doing road trips and you picking up flaming hot funyuns. You you got hostages. True. You got but hostages. you ain't gotta say it's gross. Like that was that was it is gross, it's not gross. It's not good. It's no like I get no enjoyment as I do with regular cheese. I'm like, these are good. Flaming hot, I'm just like, I don't get the taste of Cheetos, and it's just but you get the crunch. So you just there for the crunch? No, I'm there for the flaming hot too. And the crunch. I mean, you like what you like. I just can't. I, I do. I just can't fuck with I could I like naked and afraid or whatever. I'll fuck with some flaming hot Cheetos. But like if I got options. <laughs> if I got options. But uh, I heard you throw some shade at at uh, Dipset, uh, so let us let us talk about this. So this Tuesday, uh, oh my God! <laughs> I don't know if you guys were aware. I know I tried to share a live stream of this, but let me tell a story. So this episode is brought to you in part by Get the Plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com and enter in code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Liking this show? Follow us. Subscribe to this channel and follow us on Patreon at www.patreon.com. Now back to the show. Black is over there in New York. I get home from work probably about 6.45, 7 o'clock. Uh, this Versus is is scheduled to start at 7.30 my time. So I got 30 minutes. I'm just like, bet, let me try and set some shit. I set it up. Did you get dressed up for the occasion? Nah, I was, I was, 
I could have been, because let me tell you, I just stepped in the door and I still had my uniform on. So I could have just left the sand boots on, right? With the OCP pants and then just like put a hoodie on or something. But again, it's 250 degrees Celsius here in Arizona. So I'm not trying to look ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I start the stream and like 10 minutes in the power goes out. So now I have no AC and it's 250 degrees Celsius outside. My modem obviously is just like, well, no broadcasting for you, my G, no internet because you have no power. I go ahead and use the hotspot on my phone trying to stream this thing. And it looks like it's working. But then I look at the live feed and it's like the slowest flip book. Like it's just still pictures, like a slideshow of the live right. happening and whatnot. I guess the audio was playing, but the video wasn't. It was a whole mess. But uh, so the house is dark. Everybody's looking for flashlights. I'm in front of my laptop watching this, watching this versus battle having the time of my life because it, it was i don't know if you saw the jeezy and uh gucci main one i did this was more entertaining than that one i have no idea why i think we'll break it down as we talk about oh, it you know why. <laughs> you know why. See, here's the thing you know why because i thought gucci and and Jeezy was the most like hoodrific, like, oh my god, this is this is what I come to these things to watch. Like Earth Wind and Fire and the Isleys, that's cool. I ain't tuning into that. Cause I know ain't no hoodrific stuff gonna happen. Dipset and locks, I'm here for this. Like I already know shenanigans are afoot when that happens. So uh if you guys have not been on Facebook since Tuesday, you have seen all of the memes showing the the massacre that was that battle. I want to ask the good sis. One, okay, we know you saw it. What was your your reactions as you were watching this thing take place? Let's start from the beginning as they were coming on stage. Okay, so let's actually let's not even go into like the beginning where they okay. were coming on stage. Let's talk about when I first heard that this versus was going to be a thing. And I'm like, say less. Dipset all day. Like, I was in love with Dipset. Um, Dipset can never do no wrong. Cameron and these pink, if these pink furs, these purple furs, like, I wanted to ride shotgun and his whip with him. And I was convinced that Joel Santana and I, we were going to have a loving family and we were going to have kids together. Yeah. Like, that's how deep into it. I was in love. This where? one, he had all his teeth. <laughs> all his teeth. <laughs> the original teeth. The original set. <laughs> the original set down with the dip set. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So we're like, okay. Now don't get me wrong. I'm dipset all day. It's even with everything that happened. Like I still have love for dipset. My mind has changed quite a bit. Um <laughs> I won't act like the first thing that I thought about with this coming into this, like, okay, if dipset is all coming, like it's like when you get invited to a party and you're sort of kind of like an extrovert, but you're an introvert too. And so you're like, who all gonna be there? Mm -hmm. And that's gonna determine if you're gonna pull up or not. 
<laughs> That's kind of how I felt like with this Dipset thing. I was like, okay, I love Dipset, but who from Dipset is about to pull up? Because there are certain members that I'm just like, yes, I'm here for this. Like, I would love to see this. And then there's some where I'm just like, oh, okay. Got it. So, even though I wasn't really familiar with who in Dipset was going to show up, I mean, I knew the usual suspects were going to be there, but like there were some additional members that I was expecting to see and I didn't see them. But leading up to this, I was like, Dipset all day is going to be everything. Like, I was very excited about this. And then, <sighs> then we got to the day. Uh huh. And um, <sighs> I'll in the nicest way possible. <laughs> I did not live up to my expectations. Now I was hurt. Let me ask I was you this: did I was you confused. Really think- I was I was you- confusion. Did you think, because you, you, I don't know why your expectations were so high for Dipset. Like, because you know what I'm on? Like, my expectations were high for Dipset because when I'm seeing this versus, what I'm thinking is like 05, 04, 05, 06 Dipset. And don't get me wrong. It was fuckery then too. But I'm like, I'm feeling like y'all are old now. So like, y'all, and y'all been in the business. So at this point, like, you should be more organized. Like, I'm rooting for you. I feel like Tyra Banks. How dare you? How dare you? We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. That's how I feel. I will say, I, I too had a moment where I was like, Dipset is them dudes. Like, they could not miss. They had what I considered at that time listening to them. I was like, bro, this is a hit. This is a hit. This is a hit. This is a hit. Yes. But as and if I, everything was like a hit, like they could not miss. And I'll be the first to say, like, I'm going to say something very unpopular opinion. I thought, I believe, like, growing up, I thought the locks were talented, but I really wasn't into them like that. Right. So, like, I was very biased coming into this versus because I literally was dipset all day. That's what I grew up listening to. Like, I was dipset. I heard the locks when they was on the radio or whatever, but I'm not, like, spinning their CDs. Like, I'm not going to a party like, yo, when you gonna put that locks on? I'm like, no. I want to hear the dipset. <laughs> and, and that's where I think they fucked up at. If they just had a regular sound stage and they was just trying to play hits, cool. But you had like grimy New York in there that fucking yes. grimy lyrics. And ain't nobody yes. ain't nobody in Tim's and shit really there to hear, hey ma, what's up? What's up? Let's slide. We got it on the night. <laughs> you know? And then the locks come through, Jada Kid start rapping, who shot your remix and shit. I'm just like this is shit grimy ass New Yorkers like. You know, ain't nobody fucking with the, the pink fleece cam no more. Like No, it, it wasn't fleece. It was a fur. Oh. It was a chinchilla. <laughs> My man Jim Jim Jones was out there with pleather pants and a wallet chain. And, so like and a let's get into top. this. 
Okay. Let's get into this. This because I it took me a while to realize that he was wearing a leather that he was wearing leather pants. I thought he had on like tracksuit sweatpants with like the one stripe that like the old guys be wearing, like when they be power walking in the mall. And then I was like, is that an elastic waistband? What is your wallet chain hooked up to? Is that a wallet chain? What are we doing here? Please make this make sense. And then I was wondering, like, I wonder if his shit just like unsnaps and he lets his ankles breathe like at the bottom or if it's like a zip. Like, I didn't know what was going on. And then like, it was like later on, I was like, yo, these are leather pants. Now don't get me wrong, the weather has been exceptionally cool, but not cool enough to wear leather pants. <laughs> like, no. And then like go on stage with like, Hello? like, Lord. Like, I don't want to say certain things because like, I, the viewers of your audience, I don't want to offend anybody, but like, Man, ain't nobody gonna be offended. Talk your shit. There was mad niggas on there. Like, <laughs> why are you wearing what leather pants? Like, you not hot? You not hot? You not hot? And then we not gonna go like I had to like disown Jewels after my man got the new teeth and you disowning him. First of all, I was impressed with the new teeth because if you have been watching Love and Hip Hop, he had like a moment where he only had like the top teeth put in, but like the bottom teeth weren't there. So he was always talking like this and like you could only sort of kind of see the top teeth, but you can see his dimples. Well, I can't really do it, but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he was intentionally like not talking a lot because he did not want to show off that bottom row. Ooh, no. And I remember sitting that, spending that whole season of hip-hop, Love and Hip Hop like does does he have teeth there or not like is it gums what is happening is there like a few teeth there is it railroad tracks is it a tooth here a tooth there like is there spacing is there a gap like can we fit gummy worms in between the holes like what is going on down there but he was just all like can you see my dimples that was jewels so i was very even on his wedding day he was like that i was so so but we got to you know Tuesday night and I'm just like you know my man's got the full set the full set for dip set mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the full set the, the full set the mm-hmm. full set that we're not trained to remember his lyrics that set they downloaded the wrong songs into his dentures is what they did. They tried to download the audio into the dentures. So it... <laughs> My man came out there for his first verse and was all over the place. I was like, huh? Yo, like the moment they went first and that was their performance, I was like, it is going to be all downhill. Like, unless... They just let Cam take over the rest of the way, and then they throw balling in there, and they throw a pop champagne in there somewhere. Like, first, can I ask a question? I haven't really been fucking with Dipset a whole lot. They got a dude Kay. in their their crew called Freaky Zeke. Freaky Zeke, he the hype man. Why is he on stage? Um, they needed entertainment. You saw that man didn't stop dancing for like three, four, five hours. In a gray sweatsuit that was a size too small, he was just out there. He was sleep. making me hot, popping, locking, hollering, shaking. Like, stop it! 
stop it, good sir. Just serve God. What is you doing? I what just, is you doing, baby? I just want to like there are members in groups that are just there to be hype. And, and that was him. And nothing like that when was- they, when they were kids and they're just like, yo, let's get together. We all rap. What about Freaky? Right. I mean, he can dance and shit for us. And then he was like, and maybe he throws in like a few ad libs or something like. <sighs> I mean, my brother, he's in here. He was like Flavor Flav. I mean, Flavor Flav hits you with the yeah, boy, like boy, yeah, ad libs that. Freaky Iconic ad libs. He don't do like. No. He like was there. The motherfucker in St. Ludatics that had the, the mask. I don't even know his name, but he was just there with the fucking half mask and shit. I forget his name, but he just be in the, like St. Ludatics. I know video. what you're talking about. Like, I can think, I can hear his voice right now. It's, it wasn't Murphy Lee. What was no. his name? I. I don't make me here nor there. Yes, don't here nor there. Look up Saint Lunatics, cause then they're gonna get a hit on their Instagram and think they stars again. So you're just gonna let them, <laughs> let them sit where they at. <laughs> Freaky was there, like. Even the ants will do that. Okay, so like one of the first questions, and I was just like, all right, after a while, cause like. They refused to follow. I tuned in. Mm-hmm. Then I watched like all the snippets and in the clips, and then I had to like rewatch. Like I want to know because I'm still wondering if I missed it. Uh-huh. Where was J.R. Ryder? Yes, Kiwan. Kiwan. That was okay. his name. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the pit masters hooking us up. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, but um, where was J.R. Ryder? Like he was an integral part of Dipset because he actually could flow. He had bars. Like, yeah, he had bars. Like he wasn't all like showmanship. Like my man could spit. Right. And that's what we needed in that versus. I mean, yes, we needed entertainment, but like Jada came to play no games. He pulled up. Styles P, he was doing his thing. Now that other one, what's his name? Sheik Looch. Sheik Looch. Sheik Lout. Sheik. Of the three, he's the biggest dude, but he the, he the worst of the three. You know what I'm saying? Well, clearly. So they they slung him a couple verses in there to make it like, hey, he part of the group because uh, he's part of the squad. He's the roadie. He carries he, the bag. He was here since day one. He was here since the shiny suits at Bad Boy and shit. But uh, when Jada, when Jada came out and Jada had Tim's and ain't none of Dipset had Tim's, I was like, Dipset already losing. Cause Joel's came out there. He had. A do rag, a fitted, a bandana tied around the do rag, a big ass jacket on. Two visors, two, three jackets, bro. four t shirts, 55 bro. chains, a pair of jeans, skinny jeans at that. All he had to do was come out with the thick, extra thick bandana tie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that, that was it. it. It was just, ah. And all 33 teeth. All 33 of them. And he, they masked, they they put the, I guess they looked at the audience. They was like, we here, this New York, these motherfuckers want to hear. And I give them points for actually just coming out with the music and knowing all their lyrics. Because Dipset came out there rapping over actual, like they had a six disc CD changer 
and they just picked a song off their CD. It was like, we go it rap over it. It wasn't a six-disc CD changer. <laughs> they, somebody was on the iPod, the original one, version With one, the, the one that came out in 2004, <laughs> and they were just hitting the wheel trying to find the track. <laughs> and if you were going to do that, I need a version of Dipset to pull up to this versus. If you're going to pull out the archaic iPod to play the music, I need that version of Dipset to come perform this music. I don't need new school Dipset with retro archaic vintage shit going on in the background that we that nobody literally nobody asked for i was sitting there i was like they losing bad like they they waited till the end to play uh the dipset anthem which is right like i i love that song and whatnot but at that we should have started with that that should have started this whole thing off like to me it bothered me because there were like so many hits that they could have pulled out of their bag and then like you're missing key players of dipset they're not on stage and then let's keep it a buck like y'all dudes is like 58 years old now and so it's just like it's it's real cringy (laughs) and then it's like you're also kind of like dressing sort of kind of like the era where you were like at your biggest but you're trying to infuse it with like what's going on right now but you're also a senior citizen so the vibe just it's cringe jim jones Jones, i couldn't fuck with it like even when he brought balling out i was just like it, it don't hit the same bro like it doesn't. It sounds like, corny now. Like that. <laughs> and his hang time is not long enough for him to be singing that song. Like, I mean, I kind of appreciate that he brought like the braids or whatever, but his hang time was like real slight, like minimal. Like, you know, when I was why up, there was this statement. Mm-hmm. I think it was Pascal. So Massey is in here. He's saying the locks won because Jada said they was winning. For track for track, it's closer than experts think. So those of you who did watch it, I want to know because I think they went. 20? Was it 20 rounds? It was supposed to be 20 rounds, and for some reason, I feel like they cut it for how long that lasted, I feel like they went beyond 20. But it could have been all the talking that was going on Bro. and all the near, that, we're about to shut this sh- down if y'all don't get right. it together. My question is this, and, and it goes back to what you said earlier. Um, why was there so many people on the stage? Bro? Why was there so... Like, the locks came up there, it was three motherfuckers. Like there's three members yeah, of the locks, the group. three locks. They, they was setting up beach chairs. They had a dude up there with no shirt on. And they was all like, yo, everybody, like only rappers on the stage, only artists on the stage. We are gonna like shut, like we're gonna not do this if people don't get off the stage. And the one right. dude without a shirt that came up with Dipset was just standing there looking around like, I know it. I'm like, my God, they're talking to you. Yes. <laughs> you. He's sitting up there like, damn. What are you doing? These guys better get off this stage, man, or we ain't going to have a show. Like, my guy with no shirt. You. Like, just because you standing still don't mean they're not going to see you. It's not. He hit the mannequin challenge. He's like, they can't see me. <laughs> the roach challenge, like, the, the, the roach technique is not <laughs> happening, bro. Like, <laughs> I see you, big dude with no shirt. Like, get off the stage, my G. What is this chair Who doing are up you? here? What is, yes, yes! Who are you? Who's the end is this? <laughs> Literally. Yo, they came out there behind, like, 
it's like Olympics and shit, man. Like their form was not good. Like they could have did no. anything. Their their appearance or what is it? Like whatever food challenge. Like the food could probably taste good as shit, but if it looks trash, like you came up there with eighty people, bro. Like who's rapping? Like if freaking they didn't rehearse, it was so disorganized. It was like oh my god. What that felt like is when somebody like pushed the button for their retirement and now like the last day of them being in service has come and it's like hey y'all so i'm about to leave out like i'm about to retire after 26 years and i want to have a ceremony or whatever can we just go to the vehicle bay real quick whatever we'll just get together real quick and you know we'll do some things and then like that'll be that or whatever <laughs> that's what i felt like and you're just like uh Okay. They knew about this battle, though. Right, like, we've been advertising. You've been talking about it. Jim Jones been on um, IG nonstop. So it's like, you knew that this was coming. And then, like, for all of that to happen and for it to be so chaotic and unorganized. And then y'all come and say, oh, by the way, we're doing a tour. A what? Like, are y'all going to practice for that? Or y'all just going to keep it up? <laughs> Every city, okay, this is the venue, bet. The show starts at 8, our tour bus is going to pull up at 7.45, we're going to say our prayer at 7.57, and we're going to smoke our weed, and then we're going to walk out and start the set at 8.13. I need some dry runs. At least, at least show up two hours before the show, like how they do a... You know, sound check like uh awards right. banquets they'll just like hey all award nominees just show up two hours early so we can show you how to where walk to sit through. yeah 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 like, at, least, at least give get me the stage presence get familiar least. with the venue <laughs> make sure your ipod version one actually works make sure that we have vintage cords that connect make sure your wheel turns like it's supposed to like don't get me started it was bad so before we move to the next topic, we had a podcast that ended up not being posted a while back because my hard drive shut down. And it was, remember the verses we were hyped for? And they were teasing us. They were teasing us. Bobby Valentino and Pleasure P. Bobby V and Pleasure P. Remember that was supposed to be a versus for us. I, we I never do. got it. I do. So... No. I want to bring that back up and present this to the pitmasters as well. If that versus comes to comes to fruition, do you still think Pleasure P can beat Bobby Valentino? We'll give them 15 tracks. And he can't use Pretty Ricky shit. He got to use all Pleasure P shit. Okay. We talked about this. The problem with this is neither one of them have 15 tracks to go in <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get like, we're not gonna negate this. We're not gonna negate this really. Like, no, there's not 15 tracks between the two of them to go head to head. <laughs> so, okay. We got the wee 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 wee. Like that's a feature. He can't use so that. that doesn't he can't use that. I'm just saying. So all he can do is turn the page and then be anonymous and tell somebody to slow down. Bro, he got tell me. He got gangster love. Look, y'all gonna quit 
acting like Bobby Valentino's first album did not have hits. That's what y'all not going to come in here and do. I mean, it did, but that was like four scores and seven years ago. I don't remember the album. It was way back in the day. And Pleasure Peace was yesterday? I mean, <laughs> you like, acting like Pleasure Peace is <laughs> keeping himself relevant? How? How? I'm on tour, the Millennium Tour, so like he keeps himself relevant. And he's on Love and Hip Hop. Fighting with Scallywags. But I still say neither one of them have 15 hits between the two of them to go hit for Like, it'll be like five versus five. Maybe. And at the end of the day, I'm still staying with where I stand. I still want to stand where I stand with this. I don't want to see this versus. Nobody asked for it. You ain't tuning in? Nobody. No. You, t- <laughs> you gonna sit there and lie to me? You gonna lie to me, Denise? I know you. I'm not tuning in. I know you. You finna t- I'm not you're- tuning in on the live version of it. You're coming. When they're taking clips, now when they're taking clips and they're gonna infuse that into a love and hip hop like storyline, you, you know, <laughs> then I'll be there. Cause you know I love my my hood rat stuff. But am I gonna sit there and log into versus live? A live stream. See, Pleasure P, the most slept on R&B artist of all time. He said, you hear that? Of all time. All time. That's they did him person. wrong. One person. <laughs> one person, and you go run to that like it was all, like he, you fact-checked. <laughs> Deontay, you got the good sis out here just jumping to conclusions and shit. There's not another artist. There's not another. Jacquees is the most underrated slept on R&B star of all. <laughs> Jacquees? Queasy? Queasy? Queasy ain't? Oh, y'all sleeping on Queasy. Y'all don't sleep on Queasy. Stop it. Don't sleep bro. No, stop it. You being a great A troll right now. All I'm saying is like, even if it sounds like I'm jumping to conclusions. Oh, I'm a troll. Sammy's the most underrated. I'm a, look at this. Look at this Sammy? Here. Sammy? I feel it. It says Sammy. So you feel, but Jacquees ain't? Okay. I think Jacquees remixes everybody's songs. Like Slim I from 112 can't. is the most underrated R&B singer. <laughs> All right, I'm going I'm to stop. I'm going to stop because I'm losing credibility. But y'all know I'm You joking. are. Y'all know I'm you know, joking. nobody has hopped on your bandwagon for Bobby V. Like, nobody Because I wasn't like, announcing this shit. I wasn't that announcing iconic, this shit. That iconic S curl, we want to see this in the versus battle. Oh, He's first five, of all, you act like Bobby V went on Millennial Tour with them as well. They hit up Bobby V I mean, to come on that tour. I went to the show. I was there. I was there. But like Bobby V only got to sing like two songs. How many and songs? Like How many songs did Pleasure P like, sing by threw himself? Off the vibe, and then he was like old and he was like a little bit offbeat. And then like he wasn't even staying with his track while he was like. Neither was Jarrell Santana. But you all about Dipset still. But here's the problem. I just told you. I disowned Jewels. Like, Jewels could never be my imaginary baby daddy ever in life again. Like, I want to slap 19-year-old me for thinking that Joels and I should have been a thing. I want to slap me. I want to go back in the past and slap me. Oh, my because God. Because 
Big cracking <laughs> that he evolved to? Sis, what was you thinking? What, what was you thinking? The locks look like they've been taking care of themselves. I'm just saying. This is true. And like, I definitely, I feel like I gained a whole new respect for the locks for like their stage presence and like just their performance, everything. It was really dope. And there's a lot of things where I've realized like as you get older, there's some things that you kind of slept on when you were younger. And then like, as you get older, you can appreciate that. So like, I can definitely appreciate the locks. Dipset was a disappointment. However, it should have actually been a, if Dipset had just came prepared, it honestly would have been a very dope matchup. Yes. It would have yes. been, but it was just like too much hood antics. It was very obvious that they didn't prepare. It's like they woke up, smoked their weed, and then like the palm pilot went off. Like, oh shit, we got we got verses to do. And then for y'all to end this and be like, oh, we're going on a tour. Why? Who asked for that? You wouldn't go see Dipset like, tour point, anymore? Everybody will want to see the locks. They don't want to see Dipset if y'all can't like get it together. And then let's get into Cameron trying to freestyle and everybody booing him. Let's get into that. Ain't nobody trying to hear ooey gooey, computers putin, tooly tooly, holy moly. I got the dooly dooly. <laughs> it's that holy moly. I'm screaming showy showy. I'm in my bag now. I'm like, you following up, you following up kisses bars with this? <laughs> Come on, bro. But like, what's crazy, but like, that just goes to show, like, when you think about, like, going back, when like, both sets were like, heavy in rotation, like, their music was just like, so different. So different. No, that freestyle did not help. I, like, that freestyle that he tried to do, Cameron, I didn't even realize that he was trying to freestyle. Like, I was like, is, this, is he doing spoken word? What is happening here? And then everybody's like booing him. And I'm just like, I just, I don't, I don't know what's happening. What, what's going on, Cam? And then he just like, play the next song. And I was just like, oh, he was trying to rap. Oh God. Oh my God. And let's be real. Unpopular opinion. Um, I can't really say that I ever felt in my life that Cameron was a real rapper. No. Like he made stuff rhyme and he had great stage presence. Yep. And like his antics, like it got you high. It was fitting he was for real that Harlem. era. He was, he was real Harlem with his shit. Like, yeah. He like, was a real Harlem, but like he wasn't Dame a lyricist, Dash, but he was Harlem. Like Dame Dash, like, bro, this is me. You just mad because I this my life, bro. Like, and I'm a, I'm a rap. I'm gonna do what I do. This is what I do. People right. fucks with it, and y'all mad because people fucks with it. And I'm just like, I like that fucking swag he got. You know what I'm saying? Wearing pink fur in a pink Range Rover. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit that dudes was not thinking was hard at the time. Like, he made it hard. Wearing pink Tims with the pink. Bro, yes. People made. People were like, yo, pink shit. Hey, this pink shit is tough. He made grown men think that pink was the tough the shit, thing. you know? Yeah, he did. He's looking for pink tennis. Like, I'm like, what is y'all, y'all? That's that's Hollywood shit, bro. Don't come to Eglin. Don't don't come to the NCO club in pink tennis. Don't like, cause he do it. He do it. You can't. <laughs> that's him though. Like, but I will always give. You know what? I'm going to say something. And like, I don't want the world to be like, yo, what? Like, 
when I think of Cameron now, like just in this moment, uh-huh. I think of Soldier Boy and his antics. Now? Right. And I think like someone's like maybe like Cameron crawled so Soldier Boy could run. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Cameron crawled. Soldier Boy and Cameron. Bars. Or walk. Or walk. Whatever. Message. Message. <laughs> Message. So, I mean, I will always respect him and I'm going to give him his flowers because he was dope for that era. And, like, even now, like, his business acumen outside of his verses or whatever, it seems pretty, I mean, it's got some hood tendencies to it or whatever, but it's, it's like hood polished. It works for him. He's still out here making money or whatever. Like, he's still doing good like for what it's worth camp is the only one out of this set who is not completely like falling off right like jim jones i mean he's putting out music and truth be told i feel like jim jones has gotten better over the years but then you know you got like your little housing incident you know your house getting foreclosed and your girl is proposing to you and she still won't marry you and we're like 20 years later so like things are not really looking too good for you bro no and then you got jewels who just i don't know lean crack whatever it was took out his whole teeth the bottom row of teeth in and out of jail and it's just like he fell off so so much and then there's like Cam is like the only one that like keeps it together. Like Cam is literally the glue. He keeps it together. I feel like Cam is just like still holding on to them because those were like his day ones. And it's like I don't want to quite let them go. They're all but his, they're all his meat he, meals, and he's Jay Z. <laughs> all of them. It's like he's Jay Z, and the rest of them is meat meals, and he's just like uh, we all grew up and shit. I can't let y'all go, you know, like, fuck. My, it's okay. Come along, guys. You, you can guys come on this one or whatever. You can fuck up this bag for me. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, I want to know what that, that talk was like, that debrief. When that versus happened, after it was over, I want to know what the debrief was. Nah. No. <laughs> no. So, everybody in here, like, Cam can spit all that stuff. Okay, like, he has some albums, like Purple Haze. I like, um, like. He did have some trash ass songs on Purple Haze. It wasn't like a no skip album. But let's be honest. All the hip hop beats, his where, production. Where are y'all? Thank you. That that will bolster my argument with with Kately between Kanye West and Dr. Dre. Like, who's the best producer or whatnot? But um, where where are y'all seriously gonna try and put Cam on your top MCs list of all time? Where is he? Is he above? Is he above Jadakiss? Because if y'all say Cam is better than Jadakiss, God bless you. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm gonna say. You know, bless his heart. Bless your heart is all I'm gonna say. Bless his little sweet potato heart. That's the one that needs to be blessed. <laughs> all right. Let's go to our next topic. Uh, so there was a music festival in Miami, I think uh, a week ago. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Um, yes. And the baby was steady making headlines throughout that whole festival. Hey you, yeah you, that musician that's just starting out his career, first and foremost, go get you an ASCAP. 
then it's gonna have some information in there that you will need, like a UPC code. Yeah, you're gonna need one of them. You know where you can get one of them from? Audio Swim. Go to www.audioswim.com, $5 a track, they'll get you set up. All that information, you can put in the ASCAP, get paid for your music, and guess what? You off and running. Audioswim.com, go there today. Uh, one show, I think it was probably the same show that we gonna talk about, but uh, somebody threw a shoe at his ass. He, he hit him with the quick ah, you know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, duck, bob, weave. Hit him with that George Bush, you know the the dodge the shoe shit real quick. Pop back up, see what's happening. <laughs> see if another shoe is coming, because usually they come in pairs. You know what I'm saying? So right. he was quick with it. He was quick with it. Um. But then he had a a segment that he called crowd work, like trying to hype the crowd up. But what he chose to say to get the crowd uh, excited was odd. And I quote, um, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, put your cell phone lighter up. Then he said, ladies, if your pussies smell like water, put your cell phone lighter up. Then he ended it with, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up after he said that because oh i would play the video but i can't find i think whatever <laughs> but his hype man was just like yeah some of you dudes be sus and i'm just like what is <laughs> what is the hype man doing like like i don't know if the baby went off script and the hype man was just like i gotta fucking yell some shit <laughs> uh yeah, because some of y'all be sus out there. I don't know what to say. Like, what the f- <laughs> Yeah, sucking dicks and shit. Fuck, man, what are you saying? Why are you saying this, baby? The baby. The baby. Or is it first name, duh? Duh. Mr. It's baby. <laughs> Mr. Baby, what are you In doing that on here? moment, it was like his hype man was like, you know what? We canceled. That's my rapper. <laughs> That's and my I'm rapper. <laughs> That's my rapper. That's my I'ma stick beside him. I, I see it. That's I my see him. I'ma I'm uh, stick beside him. So, obviously, you say that. Nowadays, there's certain there's certain communities, groups of people you can't really fuck with. Uh, which it should be everybody. Don't fuck with anybody. Uh, but you can't mess with that LGB. You know what I'm saying? You can't mess with them. You cannot mess no. with that right now. So he said that. And now all of a sudden, it's just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. he starts getting feedback on the internet. People are blasting him. So then he responds. Like, he does an IG live video, right? Um, first of all, let me just tell you. If you're wondering what the baby's real name is, it's Jonathan Jonathan Lindell Kirk. Jonathan Lindell. It's Lindell for me. 
It's spelled L-Y-N-D-A-L. Jonathan Lindell. We out here. Is it Lindell or is it Lindell? Lindell. I'm 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 sounding it out. Lindell. Lindell. Because if it was Lindell, I think they wouldn't have the A in it. It'd just be Lindell. But that's black. Me. That don't mean anything. He's black. It doesn't mean anything. We like to throw extra letters in there and say shit is silent. That it, it's there, but it's not really there. Like it, that doesn't mean anything. It could be Lindell. You low key right. That sounds better than Lindell. So he went to, he wasn't on IG Live. He did a reel or whatever. You know, when you hold the button and it gives you like, so 19 video segments. He says, what I do at a live show is for the audience at the show. It'll never translate correctly to somebody looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone. It just don't work like that. Because regardless of what y'all motherfuckers are talking about and how the internet twisted up my motherfucking words, me and all my fans at the show, the gay ones and the straight ones, we turned the fuck up. He then goes on to say, uh, shut the fuck up to those who weren't there and come watch me live. The baby also went on to say, even my gay fans don't have fucking AIDS. They don't have AIDS. My gay fans, they take care of themselves. They ain't going for that. They ain't no junkies. If I said you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. You know what my gay fans did? Put that motherfucking light up. He said my gay fans ain't going for that. They got class. They go to five-star hotels if they gonna do stuff like that. They go back to the crib. They ain't trying to suck dick in parking lot. So, good sis, say you're the uh, the PR person for the baby, right? Say you're the PR, the, the, the PR. <laughs> you're his publicist. He has that shit at Rolling Loud. Obviously, you're like, bro, that's not a good look. We got to do damage control. He looks you in your eye and he tells you, nah, be nice. I got it. I'll fix it tonight. I'll do a live IG thing. He goes back in his hotel room, right? And then you get a notification. The baby added to his stories. You're like, oh my God. And then you see him say shit like that. What you doing? I'm resigning. (laughs) The end. I'm resigning. Like, you can't fix stupid. You can't. Like, no. And I'll be damned if I'm a publicist and my reputation is going to be tied up with your mess. No, I'm resigning. And I'm going to let it be known. Like, I'm not going to be flying a flag like, hey, I'm not fucking with him. But I'm going to exit stage left and you're going to know that I'm not with him. That's not my mans. I'm not sticking beside him. What you're not going to do is mess up my bag. Because how do you clean that up? No, I'm serious. Like, how do you clean that up? Oh. Like, so don't be wrong. Like, I saw the later tweet or whatever, and it was maybe like a couple of days later, where they definitely try to like, definitely try to like really clean it up. And you're like, yo, that was definitely all his PR. That was not him. But you are like way, 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 way too late. You're only putting these words out here at this point because now the bag is messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he drops left and right, and that was just like, yo, like. My money's disappearing. So let me say something. But that was, nah, no. Nah. 
that wasn't your energy before. It wasn't your energy that night. It wasn't your energy when you told me you were going to fix it and you even further fucked it up. No, I am resigning. I'm going to take my little PR skills and we're going elsewhere. <laughs> we are going to go to somebody who has dignity and class and it's not going to make me look like an ass. Because what I'm not trying to do is work that damn hard trying to clean up your mess. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm qu- I quit. So the apology, John- the apology you're talking about, he just posted a picture of text on his IG. And it yes, says, that one. It says social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man, and let me pause you right there. Okay. Did they have like a brainstorming session? Like, did they all meet up in a conference room and they sat around the round table and they're like, well, what words should we use? What choice words do we think that will really get to the viewers and make them change? It's like, what's going to pull at their heartstrings? Yeah. How are we going to turn this around? Like, you had to have a serious brainstorming session when this happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, why y'all wait so late? Why y'all wait till like eight festivals have kicked your ass off the tour and now all your money gone? Like why? Now you want to come through? Hell, even Molly Cyrus reaching out to your ass. Talking about, I'll educate you. I'll teach you. I'll show you the way. Cause she been through that shit too. <laughs> Molly's been drugged before. She was like, I'll teach you how to recover from being drugged drag but at the same time Miley has been drugged but she's recovered but we know why she recovered <laughs> we do we do we do, we do. <laughs> but uh so the baby did says as a man who had to make his own way from a very difficult circumstance Having people I know publicly working against me, knowing what, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came, with, came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed and it was received. I want to apologize. Where was that appreciation when you doubled down? Hold on, hold on. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV AIDS, and I know education on this is important. Love to all, God bless. The baby. Like he didn't even say Lindell. He didn't say- Why would he? I mean, you can't be this serious and be like, I'm trying to really be the baby. <laughs> that just throws it all off. Second, gratitude and love, Jonathan. That's how he should have signed. Yes, Mr. Kirk. (laughs) What I would have done, this is just me. Take the I want to apologize portion, put that first, because he out here trying to make it look like he's a victim of people coming at him wrong instead of educating him. Son, like you said, uh, Denise, this man doubled down later that night on IG saying, my gay fans, they fuck with me. They don't have AIDS and shit. Like, like you, he really was on some I said what the I said energy. Come see and my live kinda, show and you'll understand why I said them ignorant ass things. Like, 
Oh, like I'm gonna go to his conscience and be like, I mean, it's not that ignorant in person, you know. Like I fucks with him now. Like, like, it's, like, not that <laughs> it's cool. Like it, it doesn't impact me because he's not talking about me. Like right. I mean, let let I mean, let's just talk about crowd work. I've been to a few rap concerts. Mm-hmm. There's classic lines like, "Put your motherfucking hands up." Um, if you got a twenty dollar bill, put your hands up. If you got a hundred dollar bill, put your hands up. All my single ladies, put your hands up. It's not hard to get people who pay to come see you excited to, to see you. Yes. I don't know why he decided to. <laughs> if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, put your phone up. Nigga, that's that's me. He's talking about me, cause, cause like, if I'm there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm there, as a straight dude who doesn't suck dick at any locations, <laughs> do I put my phone up, or is that gonna make me look bad that I'm putting my phone up? You it know, makes like... you look bad because it depends <laughs> on like, because it depends on who else is in the audience. Cause it's like, oh, but now so I feel pressure, ignorance, and you're like. But I'm, it's not that I'm down with this ignorance. It's just that I qualify for the statement. Like, I don't stick in the parking lot, so I can raise my hand. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want people. Like, if I don't it's put like, my phone up, I don't want people to think that they can come to me after the show and think hey. that I'm. A- <laughs> I don't, I don't That's want any. Funny. I just don't want confusion. Like now, I'm pressured. Right. Like everybody is looking around at that point. Like he's like, if you ain't sucking dick. Put your phone up and like i'd be like i don't want people looking at me thinking i suck dick in the parking lot therefore the baby i, I don't like, do but, that the baby I, I don't do that you know right but you're also like but at the same yeah. time it's like you have to you know like i'm putting my phone up but like i, I just want to <laughs> clarify like i don't agree with how egregious this is sounding coming across right. you know <laughs> You know, um, for those of you who are offended, like, I'm so sorry that you're offended or whatever, but I just wanted to clarify and I just wanted to be known that, you know, like, I'm not dick in the parking lot. So, like, um, like, I'm, I'm going to stick my phone up real quick. Like, yes, this like is me? just, okay, long enough. Okay. Phone's down. This is just the literal sense, guys. In the literal sense, I don't suck dick in the parking lot. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it. I'm just letting him know that I do not do that. Okay. Like, I don't do that. Like, I don't partake. <laughs> But it's just like, but even in that, like people are going to be offended. Yes. And then to come on IG and just be like, my gay fans, they don't have AIDS. Like, do you not know if you have fans who have AIDS? Like, like you have fans you across the like, world, my guy. Them? <laughs> it's like, uh, like the they, girl Jackie are said. Are you filling like, out surveys before they come to the show? Like, okay, is there, check is, this yeah. block if you are gay. <laughs> Check this block if you've been tested for HIV or AIDS. Check this block if you're negative. Check this block if you're positive. When was the last time you had to, like, that's not happening. We're not doing surveys to come to the show. So for you to grossly generalize that your gay friends are like high class and smashing in five-star hotels, like, (laughs) no. Like, your music appeals to like a lot of people, but let's not front. It also appeals to like hood people. And mm-hmm. there's like hood gay people. And I guarantee you they're not in five-star hotels away 
like discreetly like how does he doing know? what like why would you assume like if i was a gay fan like i'd be like bro like i'm in this hampton inn with my dude you know what i'm saying like it's, i'm at it's, the red roof inn that econo lodge whatever like you don't I, know these things i flew all the way down here i can't afford the five-star joint like where i get my shit i get my shit at bro just fucking rap Give me some shit. Yeah, some like, I came here to see you rap. I didn't come here to have analyze my life. <laughs> bring out the Jabberwockies, man. Just do your bop song. Bring the Jabberwockies out. Let them hit their little move. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then yeah. let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we wanted to see you do. We just wanted to see you bop. Now we did not got, want to put our phone You probably got anything. people in there, like, ladies, if your pussy tastes like water, put your head in like, all the dudes looking at the females like, I noticed oh. you ain't put your phone up. You know what I'm saying? So you don't taste like water. And like that's such like <laughs> even coming from a female, that's such an unrealistic expectation. <laughs> I mean, like Bro, he was just saying shit, bro. And his Who's hype man was just like out here smelling like water. Water doesn't smell like bro, anything. <laughs> water? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like his hype man is just like, out there. Aquafina, like, the Dasani. Aquafina. <laughs> Fiji over here says, I get mine from the volcanic waters from Iceland. That's what mine smells like. Oh, mine smells like Deer Park. Mine smells like tap water. Like, nobody's saying that. Nobody's going to admit to that. Who out but here with like, that you Brita? You send them girls in the way because it's just like, oh gosh. Bro. And then before we move on, let me just say, how outdated is this motherfucker's knowledge on AIDS and HIV where he's like, if you get it, you dying in two weeks. Like, First of all, last time I heard people that scared of AIDS was the eighties where they was just like, you got AIDS. Sorry. Start your fucking, uh, <laughs> start your funeral pr- uh, arrangements right now. now. You know, like, like bro, Magic Johnson is still here. Pay very close attention. Looking healthier than he did when he had it, or when before yeah. he had it. <laughs> and truth be told, like I mean, I may not be up on the latest and greatest, but I can't think of any celebrity where it's just like, ooh, this person has AIDS, and we're like, oh shit, we gotta prepare for them to die. Like I probably because people are not just out here announcing like, hey world, I've got AIDS. Right. I mean, we're not like in that era. There's commercials for like pharmaceuticals and stuff. That like help you with, yes, bro. All the commercials and they tell you all the side effects and shit, just like with all the depression pills and stuff. Like there's shit, there's things you can get to help right. you with that to where you're not di- like, and now he's like, oh, I needed that education. like. That's the no, you, you should have said as soon as you got off stage and was like, damn, I just I was caught up in the moment. I was just saying some shit. Don't double down like, and I just be like, my gay I would have turned to my hype man like, yo, hey, bro, like what I said, was that accurate? No. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> <laughs> hey, guys, my bad. So I just want to rewind and let's just go back to time real quick. And um, yeah, so I didn't mean what I said. Like, I mean, I said what I said, but I didn't mean what I said. Let's just pretend I didn't say it. <laughs> that would have been a good time to do that, but like you did it, and then you doubled down. Like, nah, I said what I said, and then all of these left and right, they're just like canceled, canceled, 
the baby will not be performing in our lineup. We're going to replace him. The baby will not be performing in our lineup. We're going to cancel him. The baby will not be performing in our lineup. We're going to cancel him. Like, one of the shows that I'm going to in Vegas in November, it's called Day in Vegas. It's a three-day yep. music festival. The baby was on opening night. Um, Kendrick Lamar is the headliner. And the baby was, like, one of the second headliners or whatever for the show. And he's been replaced with Roddy Rich. And I was just like, damn. Not that I was disappointed, because, I mean, it's not like I was going to this festival to see the baby, but I would have bought with him and shit or whatever. Right. Had he not said what he said, now I can't even bought with him. I can't even <laughs> bought with him. You out here fucking up the bag. But then, like, but I also want to, like, touch in slightly and, like, just have the audience, like, weigh in. Wrong is wrong. Absolutely 1,000%. Yep. But are we going to sit here and not act like these festivals are not capitalizing on what it is that he did wrong? Because for every last one of them to be like, we don't stand by this, we don't support this, we don't support this, we don't support this, we don't support this. I mean, I get it, it's politics. Yep. Because like, if you're just kind of like, well, I mean, he didn't do that shit at our show or whatever, then everybody's gonna look at you sideways like, oh, you support him? And I say everybody, but I say that very loosely because how many people are really gonna be thinking like that? Right. Was there enough people up in arms is that angered and that upset to warrant this snowball canceling snowball that he's pretty much formed for himself. Now, don't get me wrong, what he said was very offensive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. A different time, um, if it wasn't now, with how like in tune I feel like everybody is now, uh. and like, how much people analyze the words that come out of people's mouths, and like they, people are thinking. More so than they did back then or whatever. Like, if he said some shit like that back in, like, in the 90s or whatever, like, it would have flew. Hell, if he said that shit back in, like, 2015, it probably still would have flew. Like, he wouldn't have been canceled. But in 21, it's a little bit different. He's definitely getting canceled. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't think that these music festivals aren't capitalizing off of that. And it was, like, almost, like, on some clout type shit or whatever. It's like one festival did it. It's like, okay, now all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, we don't stand by this. We don't stand by this. And we don't stand by this. And we don't stand by this. And it's just like, if this hadn't been blown up and reached the masses via social media the way that it did, would all of y'all been canceling him for what he'd said? You know what? Here, this is what This is what I got from it. If he had said that, while a beat was playing, it'd be no problem. But the fact that he said that off the top of his head, like this is my first yeah. Cause DMX Those has been balls. saying rapping homophobic shit for years and motherfuckers yep. been rocking with him. Uh, rappers nowadays will say some shit talking about, you know, homophobic type shit, but because it's part of the song, it's all good. Now you say right. that without a beat in between songs and now people are just like, wait, is that how he really feels? Because everybody looks at the song like you just rapping that shit because it's what's hot. But now there's no song playing and you speaking off the top of your head. You're just like, huh? Is that how you feel? Like that's, like that's what we're doing, my guy? Yeah. Like the, that's what your little brain rights gather together to give you. To of spit all out. The things, this man has done numerous live shows and has never said some shit like that because this shit would have been everywhere. So I'm like, what was it about Rolling Loud? I would have rather him said some ignorant shit about COVID. Yes. 
Like, at least you would have still had your bag. Like, everybody wouldn't have been canceling you. I mean, people are still going to feel away. But, like, you really went places. You went places and it wasn't even a relevant place to go. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in a day and age where women are not running around trying to have their vagina smell like water. Like, they know it's a self-cleaning organ. It's going to do what it does. The doctors tell us not to douche and not to put like all kinds of fancy soaps and things as, up there or whatever. As a man who <laughs> has announced, like the baby has been on notice of having sexual relations with women. Has, so like, we know you, you know this know, water. Like he has to know <laughs> that that's not a thing. It's he not has a thing. to know that that's not a thing. So for him to say that, it's like what okay and then like it's 2021 who is out here just advertising to the world there's sucking dicks in the parking lot i feel like that was a thing like in the 80s maybe the 90s i'm pretty sure that and shit some still people, happens like, and, like, but some i mean if sketchy, it happens like, alleyways or whatever if it happens, but like it happens. that's not even relevant it's not a relevant activity that people are just out here doing it's not <laughs> I'm sure that shit happens. I'm sure people are doing the... I'm not saying they're not. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, the way he said it, like, why is that the thing you grab to say? Where did that come from? Yeah. And then for you to be like, oh, if you don't got HIV or AIDS and you ain't about to die or STD that's going to kill you in two to three weeks. My God, nothing kills you in two to three weeks now. Nothing. There's pills for everything. Yeah, I. Like you I went I, places. I have to wonder. Like, was he high? He like, had, maybe he like, was on shrooms. Under the influence of some shit. Under what? Well, I mean, it was because rolling loud. Had, like, because what kind of was, loud? Did you I'm smoke pretty sure this man stage? has been high on. Like, this man is out here doing shows. And he has. I've seen him get the crowd hyped. By having not to say anything. Standard. Put your motherfucking hands up. The baby comes out. Bop starts playing. The crowd is high. The baby comes out. Whatever baby likes. I don't fuck with the baby all like that. Bop's the only song I really fucks with that he got. But he come out to whatever. You know the joint where he was dressed as the mailman. Slinging fucking letters all over the place and the thing. They fuck with that shit. You know, people will be like, oh, it's the baby. I'm just like, uh, you know, he cool. I just know he beat up that one rapper in the mall and he has the bop. That's all I know. Um, but I'm just, but, but I know you you've done for shows. stereotypes right. from the 80s to get the crowd hyped. Like, think about it. If, if I'm going to put it in perspective, like the type of people that were at Rolling Loud. Some of them were not even alive when these stereotypes that he just threw out there arbitrarily were a thing. Like, think about that. They weren't even alive. Like, they were just, you know, swimming along. Where, whatever they were doing. They, they weren't here in the human form. They're just chilling. They're just chilling somewhere over the rainbow. But like. Like, that was just like, it was so, so ignorant. And then to double down on it. So it's just like, all right, cool. You're cool with fucking up your bag. Me, publicist, I'm out. Yep. But now you're getting canceled. And so now you're all, 
thank you for all the kind words and people reaching out and being like, dude, this is what you I went needed. to school just like we went to school. And even when we went to school, and the baby's not as old as us, the baby is younger. Like he's probably in his twenty. I think he's, he's like baby. in his twenty. He's a baby. So I know that you went through school when they were teaching you that this shit that you just threw out there arbitrarily is not a thing. Like I know that. I know in your health class that they told you the vagina does not smell like water. I know that. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I know it. I, I just, huh. It's one of those things where I'm, I'm like, I, I, I don't want people to just be like, cancel code. Cause all it is is companies are making what they feel to be the smart move to protect their profits. It's not like the people are not canceling. Yeah. The it's companies, the, the corporations are like, bro, you are fucking this shit up because people are upset with you. And if they're upset with you, right. they probably won't come to our shows and our festivals. And that's fucking up the company's bag. So right. we respectfully people always be mad. People are so fucking this, that, and the third. I'm just like, if something was to fuck with your money and you can stop it from fucking with your money, you're going to stop it from fucking with your money. Very true. And nobody's going to look at you and you're, you're going to sit there and defend it. Like it's my fucking money. I don't want to lose it for no reason. So that, that's, that's my whole thing on cancel culture. People are like, oh, these snowflakes are canceling people. No, businesses are like, we don't want to lose money. It's a money business. True. It's true. But I business. also have to wonder, like playing devil's advocate, yeah. how many of these festivals were going to lose money just because the baby was on the lineup? He's one of hundreds of artists that's scheduled to be at these festivals. And it's not like he's not even the headliner. Yeah. I mean, it was. I can understand from a business aspect why they made the moves that they made or whatever. It's all corporate. It's financial. Mm -hmm. But if we're not riding the wave of like because they're doing it and we don't want to look some type of way like we support this, so we're gonna take a very drastic stand. Like, do you do that for everybody? Is everybody getting the same cancellation canceled energy? Are we feel, just out here picking and I would feel. I, I mean, I think it. I think it's like, and and we'll 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 move to the next joint. But I feel like, like when the Black Lives Matter movement was going on, and all these companies changed their profile pictures and was doing all this other stuff, and it, it was just like we gotta make it seem like we care, so nobody yeah. can look at us and be like, you don't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like we gotta do some shit. And I think all these festivals, like, when they come back around next year, the baby will be on their shit. But it's too hot right now to put them on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's too hot I mean, to he's done. Right now. He's done for the rest of 2021. Right. Like, I feel like anything that he was scheduled to be on at this point, he's done for the rest of this year. Yeah. I mean, but, he, you know, he allegedly got a little baby on the way with that little Danny Lay girl or whatever. So he could just sit down, focus on being a father, regroup, Is get that educated. Huh? Is that because she just be all on her Instagram posting these maternity pictures, which, I mean, you're beautiful and all that, but I'm just like, I know you're pregnant. You posted this picture yesterday. They were together, and so, like, that's a whole, that's a cancel, that's the cancel culture deal, too. 
So long story short, like she was on the internet, kind of like verbally sparring with his first um, child's mother. And then she made an ignorant song called Yellow Bone is What He Wants, referring to the baby. Yes. And when uh, it offended a lot of women. Yes, it because did. Because it's just like, oh, that's what we're doing. And then he was like, oh, I can't get jiggy with this shit. And then he left her. And then the next thing we knew, there was these rumors that she was pregnant. And she probably was pregnant when she made this dumbass song or whatever. But now that she's about to give birth or whatever, she's just revealing to the world. Now, she has not said... She's not formally claimed him. She's dropped little hints and stuff. It was just like, right. well, we know that you two were together and all the rumors about you being pregnant started to surface like right after he just distanced himself from you. And so my thing is like this, if Mr. The Baby, Jonathan Lindale, whatever you want to call yourself, <laughs> if you had enough common sense and wherewithal to distance yourself from your girlfriend because she made an ignorant statement and you did not want that to be a reflection of you, so you distanced and you actually broke off that whole entire relationship, what made you just get up on stage and just throw a whole bunch of arbitrary fallacies on stage from the 80s that loud? to an audience at Rolling Loud probably wasn't even alive when half the shit that you were throwing out there was considered to be a thing like are we just picking and choosing what we got since obviously not but i am willing to see how long people are just like i can't fuck with the baby because like i said i i really don't fucks with his music i don't really follow him too much like i'm not an old head but there's a certain line where i just stopped following rappers and artists and he's he's on the other side of that shit so um i hope everything turns out i hope he really learns and grows from this and becomes you know a better person all around or he just holds his ground lindell just needs to focus on being a dad he needs to be a father all right jonathan uh i wish you the best if you want to come on the smoke pit clear the air you're more than welcome the baby, you're a friend of the podcast. Stop by anytime. We'd love to have you on. <laughs> Support your Carolina I brother. I have questions for you, Lindale, but okay. go on. <laughs> All right. Um, and then finally, uh, as you know, the Olympics are going on. Uh, the first week is in the bag. Uh, I think closing ceremonies is tonight or tomorrow or whatnot. So. Olympics are over. Uh, biggest headline uh, while I was on leave last week is uh, world famous gymnast, probably the best gymnast of all time, Simone Biles, all four foot ten, nine of her, whatever she is, decided to bow out of the team competition for her last couple of volts or whatnot uh, because she did one volt, landed kind of wrong and was just like, I'm not in the right mindset to do this. I don't want to do this. And the minute she said that, all of America, which probably 99.99% of them cannot do the shit that she does, called her a quitter. This episode is brought to you in part by Premier Element UAE. Go to premierelement.com and get that representation that you need today. You need a copyright? Go there. You need someone to represent you while you're getting your career off the ground? Go there. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. They take care of you there. Remember, it's PremierElement.com.
Let's just round that up to 100%. Okay. Because, I mean, there's her, <laughs> so I can't say. And I, there's probably some gymnast out there who is undiscovered yet, who is practicing her shit and will probably be able to do some of the tricks she's doing. So I'm going to just leave that but possibility now. out there. I'm going to just leave the possibility. Because the gymnast that's doing that is probably not telling her she quit because they know how dangerous that shit is, right? Um, right. But the outcry of America saying that this woman quit, uh, she should have quit or bowed out of the Olympics in the first place because she cost us a gold medal. I do appreciate her teammates on the U.S. team saying we back her and support her and that us not winning a gold is not a priority out here. Her health is. And everybody's just like, that is 100% a priority. Like, there's this one dude. I don't want to give him any shine, but he had a video and he has, like, a following of people who agree with the shit he says as far as... When you're on Team USA, your number one priority is to bring a gold back to the United States. That is what you owe us. You definitely owe us that for going there, representing, wearing the red, white, and blue. You 100% owe us this. You guys are entitled and all this other stuff. And he starts getting to the this younger generation snowflake type stuff. And I'm just like, you talk about entitled, my guy. You sound very entitled thinking that because they're over there these 14 15 you know young 20 you know what i'm saying these kids are over there you are literally projecting the pressure as you sit on your couch and watch these people flip and end up being in a position to where they can become paralyzed she says her mind's not in it she doesn't want to flip and do eight backflips and two twists in the air with her mind is not right because that's not safe and you big man like what what is it like what is you would rather people? her potentially injure herself chasing a gold medal for you that's not yours. for you that's not yours. sitting on your couch <laughs> in cheetah <laughs> really you look like the type to eat flaming hot cheetos too i ain't gonna say uh, that. Uh, don't uh, <laughs> nah. he eats them non-brand cheetos but the uh cheese doodles that's what he be. <laughs> but he, but it's the, the mindset of people like that to where they, they elevate. Cause I think, uh, who's the tennis player that also bowed out of tournaments? Naomi Osaka. Yes. Uh, she was just like, bro, I'm not in it. I'm not into it. I'm gonna just sit out these things. I'm gonna sit these tournaments out and get my mind right. Oh, she just quit. She can't handle the pressure. She this, that, and the third. She, what are you doing out there? Sponsors are paying you to go. Like, the sponsors are backing Naomi. Like, Nike was just like, Naomi, do what you need to do. Get your mind right. Right. World Tennis Association, get your mind right. Come back because the game ain't the same without you. Right. Random ass fans who are just watching the shit. You owe us. We pay money to watch you. We tune in. The ratings in. How I used to Bro, they don't owe you shit. Like, I don't know why people just don't understand. You're not owed anything from, You're from not. these people. And for me, my question a lot of times when I hear stuff like this is like, do you have the same energy for yourself? 
for whatever your employment is, whatever it is that you choose to do day in and day out, however it is that you're bringing home money, supporting your family. If you need to take a knee, are you letting other people say, you can't take a knee, we need you here. Everything's gonna fall apart if you're not here. Meanwhile, if I am here and my head's not into it, depending on what it is that my job is or whatever, might injure myself i might end up in jail we might be in jail like team effort we team usa <laughs> we're going to jail together because like i'm messing up the money like do you have that same energy as like you probably don't but it's okay for you to have this because somebody's on a higher pedestal and they're like a superstar I don't know. I, I, in a world where right now, where we are starting to put priority on taking our mental health seriously, the last thing that I would expect is for people to gang up on somebody for noticing that something is not right and they're taking a knee and they're taking a step back to try to get themselves together. Like, you should be applauding that. Yes. Yes. Because you, like, I'm sure there are people who are telling you to do the same, like, whatever your occupation may be. And, you know, some people are like, okay, you know what, maybe I'm going to take a knee. Some people are like, no, I'm strong in this. I can, like, keep pushing. Like, I'm good or whatever. I don't need to do that. Whatever the case may be. But you should applaud people for recognizing that things are not good and taking a stand to try to fix it before things get worse. But you're so entitled from your couch with these cheese puffs talking about you owe us no no the fuck i don't you can kiss my ass the end <laughs> like you get your big ass out there flip these flips and go on the, the ball the biggest the, the biggest point that they were trying to make is she should have known that she had mental health issues prior to the olympics so she should and have that's very out. unfair because her aunt passed away while she, when she got there you don't just project that or predict in advance that oh somebody in my family that i'm close to is going to pass away now don't get me wrong there were other things that led up to her mental health being or whatever. I feel like the passing of her aunt was probably the straw that broke the camel's back. I feel like she has just been pushing and pushing and pushing along with everything that she had going on. And she's like, if I can just make it through this or whatever, like we'll be good to go. And then like, I can just take, we can stop training and I can take my downtime and then I can like recuperate, refresh and get back in the game. And I think her aunt passing away was the straw that broke the camel's back. And then I applaud her for being like, no, for like realizing I can't do this and it is okay for me to like take a step back. I'm almost 35 years old and I struggle with being able to take a knee and like take a step back and just reevaluate things and like putting too much into things. And it's just very, very important to like take your mental health seriously. We spent so many years and decades where we neglect that type of thing or whatever i'm proud of this generation for like taking a stand some people look at it like oh they're just overly sensitive and i am like no i'm not going to say they're sensitive i'm going to say that they have the wherewithal to acknowledge what we've been putting away pushing away in our past yes. for years yes yeah and i was having that conversation uh 
with my dad last like because he found out about it and he was on the like i mean so you're telling me you're all the way there competition started you mess up on the vote and now you have and i'm just like nobody just picks and chooses when mental yeah. health just oh, oh, oh. it just hits you it'll oh, be something health. that just like triggers you chances and you can't are, control those triggers. chances are like you said she was fighting through it because she felt the pressure i need to bring the gold back people are expecting me to do this when you start putting other people in front of your own mental health and your your own safety that's a problem so for her to figure it out then before she really got hurt because say because everybody's talking about the one uh gymnast back in 96 who had the broke ankle and went and bolted anyway and and stuck or landed and got enough points for the the u.s to win the gold everybody's like yeah she's a hero if you talk to if you look at everything afterwards she never did gymnastics again because her ankle was so messed up she wasn't able to do any of that stuff um so her gymnastics career was cut way short um right and and all these things like just because she won the gold medal for the u.s and now that's all she's known for is like hey thanks for doing that in 96. you know that's and that's, that, that's all people know her like she like bro like she simone has the rest of her life to think about sponsorships endorsements possibly being a coach all this other stuff like she don't have time to worry about what other people think and all these athletes any anybody who is watching this or listening to this take care of yourself you know what i'm saying don't let other people put pressure on you to do stuff if you know you're not in the right mindset to do it you know what i'm saying take care of yourself because they're going to run because they're not going to be there to like take care of you like when you fall they're not going to be there like they literally can't take that injury or that pain and absorb it themselves away from you so you don't have to deal with it because they put that pressure on you whatever all they're going to be able to offer you is condolences or oh my bad i'm sorry i pushed you that far and what are those simple words going to do for you when your whole life has now been altered or changed right right because that mistake probably cost that gymnast in 96 possible millions in mm-hmm. endorsements and future Olympics and world championships and all this other stuff because she just wanted to win a gold for the country. And that blind patriotism. Yes, that's what it's um, about. There was another story um, similar, but I believe the gymnast, like, she was from Russia. Um, oh, yeah. She got injured or whatever. And I think it, I can't remember, I think it had to deal with the Olympics. I don't remember the year, but like the pictures were super fuzzy. So probably like the eighties or whatever. <laughs> and um, they pressured her to like get out there. And it's just like, you know, suck it up. You know, you got to get us a medal for our country or whatever. And she went out there, she did something. She landed horribly, but she ended up paralyzing herself and she died. Oh, damn. Like, like short, not oh, say shortly after, but like by age 43, 48 or whatever, like she passed. Complications from the injury. Like you know? that, and from, probably. And her coach was like pushing her or whatever. And it's just like, when that happens, like you got all this pressure, like, oh, you need to get back out there or whatever. The team's hanging on you. You need to get this medal. And we're like, yo, we're talking about my life. Mm-hmm. 
and like these young girls like they get scared and just like okay 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 and they absorb all this pressure and again when they injure themselves or they get hurt or something happens or whatever all these people were putting pressure on them you can't absorb that pain for them you cannot take that pain all away it from been them is, ooh, all the way here from america God, oh. exactly oh that's so bad that's terrible ah oh, she shouldn't have done that if she knew she shouldn't have she, she should have just bowed out exactly but if something were to happen to simone oh she should have bowed out yep but because she took she's like you know what? i'll gamble i'll take this risk i'm gonna bow out now where i'm in good health and still be able to do something later on yep. instead of risking ending it all right here now like you have this sense of entitlement Ooh, child. These people here in America, I just can't. It's, it's, I don't know. Cause I'm 40 and I feel like I'm, I'm an outlier in 40. Cause I see stuff like that. I'm like, bet. I see progression being made. I see people like, Hey, I identify as this. I want to be called a she and not a he. I'm like, cool. I will call you she, her, whatever. Cause it's not changing right. my life. It's not doing anything Even to me, and it makes Everything this person feel better. Okay, here come everybody else. You were born with a penis. I'm not calling you that. What is it? What is? What is you calling her? Her? How does that? How is that fucking with your life right now, bro? Like, what is? What does that do for you specifically? Like, how is this affecting you that you just feel like I've got to go out of my way to just not? Like, does it does it cost you any money? Are we taking money from you for this? And and that's why I, people look at me like, man, this this generation nowadays they just don't. I'm just like, so so what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Like, don't act like participation trophies have not been a thing since the fucking '80s. Because I remember we had uh, the president's physical whatever challenge or whatever when I was in elementary school. And there's a first, second, third, and then everybody else got participation ribbon. So I mean, it's like everybody got some shit. So it's not like, that's why America is so soft now because everybody gets a trophy and shit. I'm just like, I don't think that's why it's soft. I think it's, you're mad that all the stereotypes and stuff that y'all were raised up on, people ain't buying it no more. Like, yeah, it is what it is now. And all you can do, all you can focus on really is your life what you can control if somebody else wants to be called her or identify as this that and you can call them that and easily be on your way carry on with your day do it why you be why why you why is it such a big deal older what are they called boomers i don't even know if i if i'm that i know no I'm, you're not a boomer. i'm you're, like an elder millennial i'm like an elder millennial because i think it's like 79 80 because i was born in 80 yeah. but i'm looking at this shit and i'm just like so what motherfuckers don't know how to hunt i mean it's not y'all acting like y'all are men of the woods and, and of the earth y'all are out there with high-powered fucking caliber bows and guns like if you was out there with a knife jumping out of a tree killing a bear then yeah i'd be like well fuck it you you bought that life but i don't right. know how to hunt that doesn't make me less of a man but some people look at it that way i don't know why if you don't like sports oh you're not a real man why the fuck not <laughs> you just don't like sports what right. the fuck 
Oh, you like music and not sports? You're gay. These are literal conversations that I've had with people, talking to people at the same table. What's your favorite team? Oh, I don't have one. You don't watch sports? No. What's wrong with you? I play, I, I'm into music. I have guitars and stuff. That's gay. Is it? Is it gay? Everybody who plays music is not gay? Like, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's obviously not, but that's just, to me, people being hung up on traditional gender roles. And um, it's time to expand that, like, what you grew up and what you knew to be true as a gender role is no longer, like, the norm. It's time for you to just accept that. Mm-hmm. But that's a different that's a different conversation and it's very difficult for people to do because like you're gonna take me down a rabbit hole. There's so many things that I could talk about when it comes to this. Mm. But what it boils down to is just like traditional gender roles that people came up on and now we're evolving and they're not ready to evolve with the changing of times. Hey, um, Caitlin, you still watching? Black, let's when when uh when you get back or when I because I'm TY next week too. We would like to have you back on the show because I would really want to dive in and talk about some serious shit like that. Because I know a lot of times we come here we like to have fun and joke because it's the weekend and shit. But I feel like these are discussions that need to be had. You know, with, with people here and shit. So uh, we'll probably reach out to you again to to come back and talk about that because that that's been something that's been bugging me. And and like I talked to my dad and I started seeing it in him and I'm just like, but you, my dad, you ain't supposed to be ignorant. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like up, there was this you supposed to be all you famous. like you look up to them like yeah. There's no way that you would think like this. Like my whatever, dad but then you have to remind yourself to be all inclusive, like to love everybody, to not you know like as long right. as you ain't doing me wrong. Live your life, bro, sis. You know, live your life. And now it's just, it's super generational. And I'm happy for this generation that they're just not abiding by the old bylaws and traditions and shit. They're just like, nah, fuck that. This is fucked up. And it started, I think, the big awakening, the great awakening, or the resurgence of this shit was all the shit that happened last year with the the Black Lives Matter thing. Like, people are just like, you know what? This shit is I've getting out of hand. You know, when it wasn't just black people speaking up on it, everybody was coming out, shutting down whole blocks of metropolises and shit. Like, it's just, thank you guys. You know? Yes. So now I'm just like, you guys came out here for me and my people, my community. I'm here for your community as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, fucking and, and it's for anybody because up in mesa um, there was a white dude who was shot by a cop for no reason you know right and i'm just like bro we should be out here for him too like it's not just me like i will march for this motherfucker too like wrong is wrong and i'm glad people are starting right. to speak out and be like that is fucking wrong that's wrong you can't say that shit because that's fucked up like Freedom of speech, yeah, you're not going to jail, but you are not free from the consequences of the shit you say freely. You know? True. You ain't in jail, but you ain't making this bag, baby. Or, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Lindale. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lindale. Freedom of speech, bro. Nobody's locking Lindale. you up. Police ain't coming to you. 
But uh, your bag is fucked. That's consequences. People just need yeah. to know that. If There's anything. repercussions for every decision and action that you take. So think wisely. Some of these repercussions may not come to fruition right then and there. It might come to fruition later on down the line. It might be a secondary or tertiary side effect of what it is that you chose to do. But there is a repercussion for every decision that you make. Facts. Facts. That is a message from the good sis. The good uh, sis. The good sis. <laughs> Did you copyright that yet? You need to go ahead and get that copyright. No, nah, the good sis was already a thing prior to me adopting it i just like talking to m- about myself in the third person and referring to myself as the good <laughs> sis <laughs> i was like man she got a whole moniker and everything she next level she ready no that was a popular thing like a lot of women were referring to themselves as like the good sis the good sis this the good sis that and i was like well i'm a good sis so i'm the good sis too <laughs> And I'm not like the only good sis. Like I'm, I'm a good consistent sis. good sis. <laughs> I'm a good sis. Let me get in on this. Let me get in on this. <laughs> uh, so now we get to our, our our section of the podcast where we just have our uh, our final thoughts and stuff. So anything you want to share or say or get off your chest, this is your opportunity to do so. You don't have nothing. Is this me? Yes. Oh, the, I know this it's is like you. the viewers or this is me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> um, so I appreciate the opportunity to be able to come on the show. I had a lot of fun. Um, thank you for reliving my trauma of Dipset and Jewels just being erased from my life. <sighs> thank you for allowing me the platform to share the, my, my hurt my trauma my pain my distaste for what happened all of that and yeah just just thank you i had fun i really did and i would totally like love to do this again whether it's a a serious topic or like something not serious like the verses from hell that will never happen to get the ad free version of this show what you need to do is go to the patreon that's right we are on patreon www.patreon.com slash that podcast and if you join our ten dollar group you will be entered into exclusive drawings quarterly that includes cash prizes gift certificates and we have game nights that you will be a part of for prizes and certificates as well so remember Go to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, bro, if that happens, happening. you know if that happens, it's we got to do a live watch. We're not. It's we not are. going to happen. We are. Bobby V is out here nice. hanging out in hot tubs and when like season 10 of Love and Hip Hop, he's too busy. He's booked and busy right now. What's Pleasure P doing? Is he not on Love and Hip Hop? Pleasure P should be on tour, the Millennium Store. It's back up right now. I think it's going or it should have started or is about to start. So he about to be out there with Pretty Ricky. Although 
Maybe not because all the Pretty Ricky I can't I don't think can go on tour because there was Baby Blue Woe. He was the one that I think is getting hemmed up and going to jail for like PPP scammer loans or something like that. So maybe the whole squad not gonna be out there. It ain't the same without so Babe Blue. It ain't the same without so Babe Blue. It's not. Who but Marcus, Marcus, Marcus can do his thing. He gonna rap both verses. Him and Marcus Baby Blue. Marcus thing off of his own album. Boyfriend number two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that further lets me know that Bobby Valentino would win this versus of nine hits. <laughs> Scheduled for it's 15 rounds. Hits. We go in nine, nine it, hits. It's going to be five. I'm giving it five rounds. I'm giving it five. That's it. Bobby got mixtapes out there. Okay, and... Bangers on these things, boy. Bangers like, on these you things. Know this. You're acknowledging this. I don't see anybody else in the world acknowledging this. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Because we don't have then to brag Willie. about Bobby V. Bobby V's got bangers. Hey, we don't have to brag about Bobby. Bobby's his work will speak for itself when he get in these verses. Are you following him on Instagram? I am not. You sure? I am 100 percent positive. <laughs> The last time, like hey, the last time I looked him up was uh, when we had that discussion, and, it, and that was last year. Yeah, and he had, and they were going back and forth trying to promote the verses, and mm -hmm. he had them fucking gold fangs in his mouth with that werewolf type fur on, in the heat, and I was just like, oh, Bobby, oh, <laughs> what's that, King of the Hill, Bobby? <laughs> God damn it, Bobby! <laughs> You out here looking like a complete fool after I defended you for a whole podcast, my dude. But um, a bit embarrassing. Nah, I I really do appreciate you jumping on here and hanging out. I know it's getting late there, but uh, we will try to uh, for sure reach out to you um, more often because I know I was planning on wanting to do a separate podcast, just me and you. Um, but like I am super busy with all this other shit. But I want to sit down and have you involved. Cause I feel, and if if Kaylee is still watching, you could probably do a show yourself. We'll help you out with all this shit. I'm just saying. Cause if if y'all don't know about story time with the good sis. Oh gosh. <laughs> that is a whole nother segment we could be doing. Story time with the good sis is a thing y'all need to hear. I'm gonna have PowerPoint presentations with pictures to go along. <laughs> you know the vibes, like, cause you know, it's like pics or it didn't happen. Bro, at this point, and I believe everything you say, cause you always the back The shit that happens pics. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe everything you be telling me. Cause you'd be like, look up this dude shit. And I was just like, my imagination could not even have imagined the shit that you be saying so it is a wonderful time hilarious fun for the whole not but maybe not the whole family probably PG no not the whole family not even pg-13 this last one was no not at all grown 18 plus bro 18 and up but they're good stories so we will most definitely be reaching out to you and trying to figure something out but um for sure that is all we got for episode 51 of the smoke pit uh i have been the homie Mac, aka your boy, joined by 
my good friend, Denise, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. The Good Sis. And uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in and chilling with us, man. Y'all have a great night. Be easy. And enjoy your weekend because I got work tomorrow. It's drill weekend. She's in the guard, so don't feel bad for her. But I'm full time in the guard. Like, I'm not a weekend warrior. Like, I guard, want to though. clarify that. She's still guard. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> she don't deploy, guys, so she's fine. Don't worry about it. No, I'm at one of the most deployable wings in the United States. She don't be going nowhere, guys. Enjoy oh, I weekend. do. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Stop playing. <laughs> you a hater. You a hater. Y'all take care. <laughs> Peace. Good night. <laughs> To the smoke pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit. It's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac. Welcome to the smoke pit.
expensive thing. Uh.